If you're not curious, you'll end up with mediocre work. Yeah. And you don't want that. You want to learn what guys are doing in Japan and, and all those kind of things and try bring that to Mzansi, but with that Mzansi flair, you know, or come up with something new, something totally different that we've never seen. Welcome to Burial Conversations, the podcast where I go behind the scenes and chat to amazing individuals in various industries and find out what it takes to be at the top of their field. On today's episode, we have Lebo. Hi, what up, Blaze? How you doing? Zooms, I'm good. How are you? Hey, man, I cannot complain at all. Um, it's just a bit cold now. The weather's up and down. Yeah, yeah. Typical Jovic weather. Typical Jovic yeah. weather, yeah. <clears throat> um, just for those who don't know who you are, tell me about yourself and what you do. Uh, I'm Lebo Kunene, uh, born creative. But by trade, I'm a strategist. So, yeah, man, I'm a roadrunner. I'm, I'm into fitness. But uh, by trade, like I said, I'm in the advertising industry. All right. So the way I got to know you is quite a long, you know, a long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. You and I have a history and friendship. But, um, you know, I think that's reserved for another time. I want to talk about the top 30 most influential South African men. There's a list that you put out not so long ago. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So basically I created that list for Father's Day. Uh, I wanted to celebrate all the men in, in Mzanzi that are uh, influential on Twitter. You know what I mean? Because two years prior, I shared a most influential women's list. So this was just a follow-up to that. And how that is done, I don't know if you want me to get into that now. Yeah, I mean, I'm really interested in how did you get to that list because not everybody has access to such a list. Yeah, yeah. So thanks to technology, firstly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used a tool called Brandwatch. It's a social listening tool. But yeah, some people think I thumb suck the numbers, but I actually don't. So go to Brandwatch. There's a section called audiences. Okay. And that's what I use to pull a list of influential people based on their clout or influencer score. Can anyone use this tool? So specifically creators, I'm a photographer and I want to know the, the, the stats or, you know, what type of list am I in? How am I doing in terms of my yeah, statistics? Yeah. Can I use this tool also? Do I have access to it? 100%. Uh, everyone has access to it, but you need to pay a certain fee in order to, 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 assist, to have full access. All right. So you do have access, I think. Yeah. You can use like the, the mi minor side of it, but for, for full control, full access, you might need a license. All right. So for this top three most influential South African men list, you used a, a brand called Brandwatch. Can you give us a little bit of, you know, just the background of what is Brandwatch? So like I touched on earlier, Brandwatch is a social listening tool. And most brands use Brandwatch just to check the uh, brand health, what people are saying about their brand. Uh, if they want to get into specific topics, they, they are able to sense check if the topic is brand safe. Uh, if they want to work with certain influencers, if they don't go through influencer agencies, they can also check 
who's influential on Twitter based on their cloud score? Do they fit in with their brand? Can we use them for our next campaign? So there's a lot of elements to it. And it all depends on what role you play in, in an agency or in a business uh, to know which feature would really work best for you. All right. So as a South African creator, do I contact Brandwatch or is a specific company? I don't know if we can even talk about it, but is a specific company that we go to um, to actually get this information? Yeah. So so basically the company that sells licenses is, is there's a South African uh, agency that does that. Okay. Uh, so they sell licenses to brands. But if you come in there as color space, as a business, and you buy the license, you'll get a, uh, a bunch of influencers that, um, that can, can, that you can work with. You know what I mean? And you can pull those stats for them. So they are agencies that are doing that where they have a full license and they work with smaller brands, smaller, uh, not smaller, but influencers and they pull those, those kind of, um, insights, uh, data, whatever numbers for them. Okay. You're, you're talking all smart here, actually. Huh? I need to know, where did you grow up and how was your childhood? And, I, and I, the reason why I ask this question yeah. is because somehow I believe your childhood sometimes does have an influence on how you think and the things that you do uh, and just how you operate. So where did you grow up and how was your childhood? Oh, so I'm, I'm a Kasi boy. Yeah. Uh, grew up in Alex. Um uh, when it was rough, <laughs> not now where mm-hmm. you have, I think people go to places called Mikalo, something Mikalo, like yeah, 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 it's a vibe. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but what I know is that, uh, you, you wouldn't get as much traffic as you are getting now, you know, for sure, uh, for sure. those, those were the gangster times, but uh, I'll say my environment really, uh, it produced a, a, an amazing human being. In me, yeah, for sure. Because, I would attest to that. Yeah, like um, um, what I've learned from my late uncle was that you need to be um versatile or dynamic, depending on where you are. For sure. So if you're from the hood, there are some things that you can take into the business world, but don't take the streetness. You know what I mean. So always know, um, always adapt to certain environments, but bring a certain character that stands out, which is you and your hood. But don't be hood. I love that. I mean, how would you say? This is a question that I, I didn't send to you, so this is a bit of topic. But how would you say um, you've taken some of the things that you've grown up with and yeah. now started using them in your elderly life? I'd say it's more of. Um, I'd say it's it's Ubuntu. Sure. That really opened a lot of doors for me, like uh, being able to uh, talk to anyone, man. doesn't matter the security guard, a janitor or, or the CEO, MD, like wherever you go, just network, meet new people, be interested in who they are and your doors will open. Love that, man. So let's talk about your role at AdDynamo. Um, uh, what was your role at AdDynamo? And for those who don't know, what is AdDynamo actually? Uh, I think let's start off. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying I had the coolest job <laughs> in the world. Because <laughs> I could work on any brand that I think of, come up with a cool campaign for them, and they can execute. Uh, I remember when I started off, they actually made me a, uh, what is it? Uh, a director yeah for 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 an ad oh 
Uh, I was still a newbie. I think I was six months in. Yeah. Came up with this cool idea. The brand was like, we love it. Uh, do you want to direct it? Like, I don't even have experience, you know? So I think that was the beauty in working there where you can, you can touch any brand that you feel that, uh, whatever idea you have could impact their audience For sure. and, and bring the money For sure. at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, but firstly, a Dynamo is a, um, is, is the biggest media house in Africa. They are the exclusive resellers of Twitter, Spotify, Snapchat, Yahoo, and I think Gumtree as of recently. Okay. Yeah. So what reseller means is they sell advertising space on all these platforms. Okay. So if I wanted to advertise on Twitter, then I would go through to them in South Africa currently. Yes. But they have like a threshold. So if if your funds don't meet X amount, you know, For sure. you, you can't really get access to them. I think it was $5,000 back then. Uh, I don't know how much it is now. So you're looking for my 78. So you have a bit of experience in, in that field. I mean, yeah. Were creators using that that advertising on such platforms or was it mainly businesses that were actually trying to push a certain uh, message? I think everyone plays their role. Sure. You know what I mean? And and that's what I really love about, about the social media world. As a creator, you know not to step on whose toe. You are promoting yourself. And hopefully a brand likes you and you work with a brand and make big money. For sure. That's that's ultimately what most creators want on platforms, right? Is to create this image, make someone fall in love with it, and brands start paying you for doing what you love. And brands identify talent there. They also get customers there. Okay. So every, everyone has a role to play. For sure. And you get... People like me, spectators, where I don't create, I don't really do anything. I just go in there and consume content. And they also want to speak to me because those adverts are going to be served to me. For sure. So you have a bit of a history in in Twitter itself. Yeah. And you have a bit of experience in just the Twitter stats. Mm. How can creators, entertainers, or anybody in the creative field Take advantage of Twitter stats or just mainly social media stats. I'm going to use Twitter as a main platform. How can they actually take advantage of those stats that are currently available there without having to go to another brand and having to pay for those stats? So uh, I think natively on Twitter, you can do that. And there's probably other tools on on Google that you can use to, to pull some more data, maybe from your Twitter account. And that's super important because for you as a creator, influencer, uh, for you to get gigs, you they need uh, the agencies that you go through, they need to convince the brand that you are the perfect fit. For and sure. by that, they want to see how much people you reach with your content, how many people engage with your content. For and sure. if you have links, how many people click through um through those links For you know sure, what i mean yeah, yeah. so they want to retain an investment as much as you are cool you make people laugh get views but if people are not clicking and you're not making the money unless if it's a brand awareness campaign then it's fine For sure. but at the end of the day businesses want to make money For so sure. i think those numbers really give you give you your rate card or portfolio some meat You know what I'm saying? Because yes, you can say you worked with this brand, that brand. Yeah, that's cool and all, but that's for bragging. I think the main thing is numbers. For sure. Yeah. And I think numbers are so important. You touched on such an amazing point there. It can 
really point you in the right direction to say this is exactly what's happening you know in terms of like links are people yeah. clicking on these links yeah. um in order to make sales because at the end of the day as much as we work with these brands that they also want to make money yeah nothing is for is free for them um so does verification matter on twitter and what can one do um to actually be <laughs> verified on twitter <laughs> hey Hey, and I'm not verified. You, you are verified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, I think it, it, it is important. It, it, it does make a difference to a certain degree. By that, I mean, you can talk to anyone you want to talk to. You know what I mean? You're not blocked from speaking to Donald Trump or, or Obama. It, it plays a certain role for you personally, but also when you go to brands with your stuff, I think that blue badge, makes the paper go up. For sure. It's easier for you to negotiate for for a better bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it gives you more credibility. But uh, yeah, it's it's a vanity thing, man. Uh, and people love it. And I, brands love it. What do, what do you think of this thing that, you know, Elon is doing now where there's just everybody, <laughs> anybody can buy a blue bag? That didn't work. He tried it. It didn't work. Uh, Twitter blue. I think they, um, what's this? Um, in societies, we need hierarchies. We need people in different uh, what's this, roles. For sure. You know what I mean? Like even in the French Revolution, you had your kings, your nomads, and your peasants. You still need peasants. <laughs> I'm not saying people are peasants, but we, we still need that that structure. Hierarchy, yeah, yeah sure. we need we need that hierarchy. And uh, if everyone is going to be verified, where's the fun in Twitter? For sure. You know what I mean? Uh, we need people that will stand out from the rest. For sure. And I think, which is great. I think, yeah. you know, you've mentioned this to me before, what they're doing now, they're separating it by different shapes. Yes, colors yes, and stuff yes. Like that. So, yeah. so for, for you public figures, yeah. uh, I mean, you're certain, uh, your one is still blue. That won't change. And for brands, it's now gold. Yeah. And your profile picture is square. Uh, I think it's, it's easier to distinguish between uh, brand content on the platform and, and s- something that's coming from another human being. For so sure. it's it's also Elon trying to eliminate some bots and and clean up Twitter a bit. I'm not saying it needs some cleaning, but he's been doing some some amazing work. Hey man, I think that's really really great information. What's next for you in the coming year? I mean, you know, you've moved now from Ad Dynamo and are currently yeah. doing something else. So what's next for you in this year now? Actually, in 2023, uh, I'm gonna work on my health. For sure. I mean, you, you know, I owe you a lot, lot of runs. I know, you? I know you do. You probably <laughs> owe me a year long runs. Exactly. Uh, so more exercising. I think I might get into cycling because these knees are getting old now. Yeah, 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 um, I'm also going to uh, keep posting the videos that I'm sharing on, on LinkedIn around uh, what's this, the top trending topics in, in South Africa for the month. For sure. Because uh, I think brands really love that. Uh, they love that kind of information. You know what I mean? They don't know where else to get it. And it's harder to get it through agencies. So I just became that man that creates this. I don't make money. I do it for fun. I enjoy it. And I like it when people ask questions and it's, it sparks up a great conversation. Yeah, it does. So that, um, I'm also gonna start, uh, what's this? 
dabbling da- dabbling in in the in the business world i think uh being a creative is fun and all but um hey man i need to pay the bills For sure, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna help out of a, f- a few of my friends in some of their businesses also try grow mine on my side and yeah man get ownership and then one last thing that i have to keep doing every year is learning a new skill so I want to learn a new skill this year. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's spending more money, but I need to learn a new skill. <laughs> hey, I love that, man. Good luck with all of those things coming up in the year. I'm sure you'll do amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Holmes. Hi, I'm Lebo Kunene. I'm a business person, marketer, runner, and a strategist by trade. What do you think it takes to be at the top of what you do? Mm. I think first things first, you, you, you gotta stay, uh, you gotta stay curious. Uh, I know curiosity killed a cat, but, but not in the advertising space. Cause if, if you're not curious, you'll end up with mediocre work yeah. and you don't want that. You want to learn what guys are doing in Japan and, and all those kind of things and try bring that to Mzansi, but with that Mzansi flair, you know, or come up with something new something totally different that we've never seen. Uh, so in order to do that, you need to keep learning, learning about trends, learning about your industry, learning outside your industry and try bring that knowledge into your industry. And another thing, um, I want to stay well-informed. Uh, I know I've got rid of a lot of my social media platforms, but I, I, I stay informed and YouTube helps me uh, on what people are talking about, what's happening in the world, where people are going to, you know what I mean? So, excuse me, I'm, I'm on the know about what's happening around me. So I want to keep that alive. Uh, also, be, be, be brave. I want to be more brave. Sure. Uh, I believe in my industry, you have to be brave. You need thick skin in order to to move. You know, there's a lot of wolves there yeah. uh, which disguise themselves as sheep. Sure. But you also got to move like a wolf. You know what I mean? Sure. So you got to be brave. Um, present your ideas, fail. And this will go into my next uh, point, which is fail fast. Always fail fast. Don't don't hoard your ideas and keep them for later. Put it out there. Let them judge it. Fail, improve, keep going. And yeah, man, I think I think that's it. That's all you need to stay on top of your game. So uh, keep learning. Stay well informed. Be brave. Fail fast and be curious. That's amazing points, yeah. man. Uh, thank you, Lebo. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. It really, really has been amazing. I mean, I think you are episode number 38. Um, so I'm taking this as your lucky number. For That's now. my lucky number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Powerball this week. It's happening. <laughs> Lebo, man, thank you so much for joining B-Roll Conversations. It really has been amazing. Thank you so much, Zooms. Peace, brother. Awesome. Cheers.